joining us now for TD's Your Story, Your Future is Mark Hardy. Welcome to What She Said, Mark. Thank you very much for having me today. Um, we are talking about insurance, and I understand TD uh, recently did a survey that delved into millennials and their views on life insurance. So tell us about the survey and the findings. We were uh, interested in learning about the perspective of millennials about life insurance and sort of what their thoughts are around that and whether they even consider it. And this survey highlighted uh, two significant themes out of that, which was, one, millennials aren't thinking about life insurance. And even for those who do, it's low on their list of financial priorities. In fact, it's dead last when it comes to things financially that they're thinking about. Well, that would be sort of adulting, isn't it? Uh, what they call it, that would be... <laughs> that absolutely. Yes, yeah, so, so the, the ultimate in financial adulting is sort of thinking about your life insurance and making sure that you've taken the time out to put that uh, safety net and protection in place. So uh, is that different from, let's say, 10, 20, 30 years ago? for young people not to really think about life insurance? What we find people start to think about life insurance is when they get married and start to have children. So maybe, it's a, you know, with millennials doing that a little later, maybe that's coming mm-hmm. along a little later. Uh, other things, uh, definitely with the differences in, in priorities now around, we saw the number one priority from this survey being paying down debt or saving for a home. So home ownership is obviously high mm-hmm. on that list and, and is more expensive today than it was 10 or 20 years ago. So certainly that's having an influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have seen over the years sort of a declining rate of, of people thinking about life insurance and making sure they have that protection in place. And so we're trying to take sort of a proactive piece to get out and give some education there so that people are making an informed decision around that, that topic. Now, uh, I, I'm not sure because I haven't read the survey, but did they give a reason why it's dead last on their list? Uh, not, a, not a specific reason why, right. but definitely you know, just top of mind were those other categories because they're more frequent, right? So those right. everyday things around saving for home and paying down, uh, paying down debt. Um, I, I think what you would also see from the survey was there just isn't a great understanding of what life insurance is there for amongst this group. So what's the purpose of it and how does it work? So what we saw was uh, most thought life insurance was predominantly to cover one-time costs such as a funeral. So where really? Yes, about 68% of millennials thought, thought that it was that. That was the, the purpose of life insurance. Whereas, especially when you're younger, you would look at that as things about protecting your family if the worst were to happen to make sure that you've covered the day-to-day expenses, things like mortgage payments, lost income, covering off student loans, saving for children's education, and sort of having that safety net in place for that. That's so odd because, I, Kate, I don't know about you, but when we were that age, we, we certainly knew what life insurance covered, and it wasn't funerals. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I I was always a little bit nervous about life in, insurance, and I, you know, it's like, does this mean like I'm not I'm not tell us exactly what life insurance does cover, what it can cover. Yeah, well, thanks. So I think the the important part is to understand what your financial obligations are, and then life insurance is is meant to protect that. So things like if if you're younger, you your spouse. Uh, may or may not work, but it, you know, you've, you've worked together to build a, a nest egg, whether you bought a house, and so you need to make sure that you have money in place if, you, if the worst were to happen to cover those expenses for a period of time so your family can adjust. Uh, it would be things, you know, whether it's covering your mortgage expenses, making sure that your income's still there because you've put a, a plan for your life together and you have those expenses. If you have small children and saving for their education, um, also, when you have small children, you may need to get uh, extra support outside of your family. So you need uh, you know, those daycare expenses, extra child care expenses. All those types of things are things that we would take into consideration when we look through your needs. 
Uh, and we've actually put together some, some tools to help people do the, their own discovery around that to make sure that they understand, you know, here's the different things that you want to consider about life insurance and why they might be important so that, you know, I have an opportunity to learn and make a, a, an informed decision as opposed to just not thinking about it. Right. But even in the family of life insurance, there is term and then there's whole life and they are really mm-hmm. completely different and completely different costs too. A- absolutely. And, and, so, and different priorities for different uh, people around us. So whole life will provide things like cash values and other things. Um, uh, you know, making sure that you have that uh, base protection in place. So I would always say if you're, if you're younger, what you're trying to do is get the most amount of coverage for the least amount of dollars because you don't have a big budget with extra room in it. Mm-hmm. And so term insurance is the one that gives you that most amount of coverage with right. that least amount of cost. Right. And so you make sure, especially when you're younger, so you've, you've already got a mortgage, probably a car loan, you're paying off student debt, do you really have that extra room to do some more savings, or is it better to do that in other places and can then make sure you have the maximum protection in place? Should everybody have life insurance? Uh, it's, not, it's definitely not for everyone, especially in this age group. If you don't have dependents, you may not need it. So, you, you know, considerations you might want to have if you don't have dependents or a spouse would be, you know, do you, are, are you comfortable leaving funeral expenses to your, your family or friends? Um, but we would see lots of people in that category say, you know what, I've got enough other assets to cover that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would definitely say it's not for everyone. I think everyone should be making an informed decision about it. Mm-hmm. And so they should understand what it's for, what their obligations are, and, and what they want to or don't want to cover for that. And mm-hmm. there's no problem saying at the end of the day, I've made the decision that it's not for me and it's not because of my circumstances, I don't have those dependents. Mm-hmm. But, but what I don't think is okay is just not thinking about it. Yeah. Well, I, I know that I, I thought about it and I got whole life, but it also has an annuity. So I can draw an income from that if, for example, um, I was concerned about whether CPP would even be around when I got to the point where I might need it, right? Right. Right. So all sorts of different, and I mean, it's very important to make sure that, you know, you're doing your financial plan. If you're lucky enough to have a financial planner, they can bring all of these things to the table as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but and making sure that you've got some the information yourself as well. So what advice or tips do you have for any listeners about how they can go about finding out whether they have the right life insurance fit for their needs or whether they should get some? Um, and, and what information should they go into the bank with? So definitely we have a tool that's available that gives you that information around making sure that you can find out what coverage you need. We call it our right fit assessment tool. And so you can find that at tdinsurance.com forward slash right fit. I I would say the other things you want to make sure that you have a good sense of is is it's not as expensive as you think. You can uh, generally get uh, good, decent coverage for the price of a a cup of coffee or maybe maybe a less expensive coffee, not a latte a day. and then it's, uh, you know, we saw in our survey that a number of millennials are concerned about qualifying for life insurance. And at that young age, you're generally in very good health and, and shouldn't be as worried about qualifying or okay. be, be Let, medically eligible. Let's talk about the other end, because um, my husband recently turned 60, and it really wasn't worth having the life insurance anymore because it increased so much, the cost. So were you referring to like a, he had a term policy yeah. that renewed at a higher cost? Right. I, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's what you will see. So I think what you would see is, is when you're younger and have the most obligations is when you need the most coverage. And right. over time, the, need, the amount that you need goes down and to the point where it may, not, uh, it may not be any or you may just want to cover some fixed expenses or try to do some estate uh, planning. But again, that's part of your discussion that you want to make sure you have with your financial planner. Is there anyone who, who shouldn't... Get life insurance? 
Are there any situations where you would say, really, you shouldn't? Uh, yeah, I mean, again, when you don't have dependents and you have no obligations and you have assets that are there to pay for things, I, I, I think that's a situation where you probably you don't need it. But always want to make sure that people are taking the time out to understand, is, is that actually their personal circumstance? Which, what is the difference between term and whole life while we've got you here? Because explain that to me. Yeah, so, so a, a term insurance policy provides you a certain amount of coverage at a fixed price for a term. So you would see things like term 10 or term 20. Right. And what they do is for the 10 years, you pay one fixed premium. And that's generally, well, it would almost always be lower than a whole life policy, which you pay one fixed premium over the lifetime. The other difference with a whole life is a whole life will have, uh, generally comes with a cash value or a, a dividend account where there's additional accumulation of uh, sort of an investment in the background that you can uh, draw down later or then you may incur some tax or you can, uh, it adds to the value of your insurance in the future. I was always a little nervous when I found out my employer took out a life insurance policy on me. Yeah. <laughs> well... Yeah, but we were reporters then, and, and Lord knows, I mean, if we had been injured uh, at the site of a story, you know. Yeah. But, uh, it, yeah, I still had my own, just in case. <laughs> anyway, Mark, uh, where can people find you or more information from TD on this subject? Uh, so I would go to tdinsurance.com. We have lots of great information there about life insurance, including our right fit calculator, where you can uh, do a personal assessment of your financial needs and obligations. And then you can make an appointment to come in and see somebody? You can make an appointment or call right there. Perfect. Uh, you even have the option to apply online. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. I appreciate the time today. Thank you. This is what she said. Stay with us. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.